Hi there. Welcome back to the Staring at Clouds podcast. Thanks for tuning in. This episode is out later than I thought, though hopefully not by too much. I was sick and have been catching up to a workload and wanted to take the time to polish up the text and keep the quality to where I'd like it to be without rushing it. The next one should be back on schedule in two weeks. As always, before getting to the episode itself, I wanted to plug my Patreon. Patreon is a way of supporting the work I create with a monthly contribution, starting at a dollar a month. For supporting me, you get custom audio messages of your choice, early access to writing and creative things, release schedules, bloopers from audiobooks, and more. You can find me at patreon.com slash nickzhaudio or on Twitter at nickzhaudio. As always, the music in this episode and the podcast is provided by the fantastic Kevin McLeod. Thank you once again, and enjoy. Today's world is a marvel of wonder, innovation, and technology. We can connect and be brought together from anywhere around the globe, yet so much information constantly passes through our screens and headphones that it's also become easy to get overwhelmed. Work, stress, and busy schedules are everywhere, so finding time to relax and unwind, letting go and meditating to work off the anxieties becomes that much more important. Sometimes we just need to take that moment. This little corner of the internet is dedicated to giving you this opportunity. Take a moment, breathe, and listen in. I'm your host, Nick. Welcome to the Staring at Clouds podcast. Today, we're taking a walk after a long day down to the lake, as the late night sky has already long passed the evening. This day, today, was a bit longer. Lots of back and forth and rushing about. But now, finally, you have time to yourself. To rest, to relax, and to take your mind off of things. Thinking, why not? You decide to head on over down to the lakeside. As dinner is finished and the dishes are all put away, you grab a warm woolly sweater and check the temperature out on the balcony yourself. As you walk out, a playful but still chilly winter breeze picks up and splashes a current of cool air at your face. As you step up to the railing, you'll look out at the lake. Not far from your home, the lake rests as it reflects the night sky, its last inklings of deep purple fading into a profound navy blue. The moon is already well on its way across the sky, and up above the clouds, the crescent shines gently on the landscape below. The edges of the lake are decorated in a light pastel glow as the mountains beyond it also soften with pale moonlight outlines, looking just like the softest creases adorning warm sheets in bed. Some of the mountain silhouettes have specks of light from the ski resorts and chalets far up in the snowy peaks. Paths and roads trace the dark cliffs and hillsides with their lighting as they head all the way down to the lakeside towns and cities. Occasionally, you spot a dot of white or red light moving along the roads as a car takes someone back to the warmth of their home. 
like checkpoints along the way before bigger collections of lamps and light bulbs, smatterings of houses can be distinguished with constellation-like clusters of their home's glows. The whole scene resembles the night sky up above, now partially covered by wispy thin clouds twirling high above. As you stand there looking over, a tremendous sense of peace and quiet washes over you. The winter seems to have that effect sometimes. Even though the whole world can be moving around it, as with millions of snowflakes, the crisp fresh air stills the world and brings it to a rest. It does start getting a bit too chilly, and you break away from the view to step back inside. The balcony door closing behind you, the warmth of the inside wraps around you and welcomes you home. Heading over to the closet, you decide to grab a scarf and a coat for good measure. And, as you walk out of the front door into the night, the breeze rushes back and greets you once more. Walking down the street, the wind feels as though it carries the calm with it, a rushing routine as it swirls and sways through the streets and soars out across the lake below. As you make a turn towards the lake, you pass the closed-down lakeside pools as they patiently await the summer. Over to one side of the pool buildings, a boating school with little aged and weathered sections of whitewall seems like some part of an ancient civilization, with you exploring the tranquil remains. As you finally arrive at the harbor, the little click-clacks of the mast signal the arrival of the wind, as the boats in the water create a strange xylophone effect. And here, in the background, you start to hear the sound of the nighttime waves, listlessly splashing along the banks and walls, marking off the harbor. From time to time, the reappearing wind picks back up, stirring the masts once again and renewing the wave's efforts. You can hear as the strange music just barely echoes across the lake, providing you a unique and curious concert. Nearby, a small lot of sailboats and smaller versions of ocean vessels fitted for the lake are interspersed with canoes and paddle boats. Looking a bit closer, you can see that the Keener Lake enthusiasts have already gotten to their adventures, even in this cold, as some of the boards and canoes have little damp patches underneath them. By the lake itself, Miniature lampposts are lined up in ornate and orderly lines. They splash the walkway in brightness as if someone had taken a brush with golden moonlight paint and neatly dipped it underneath each post one by one. Coming up near one of the lamps, you look down into the emerald water of the lake. Even in just this light, the pristine water shines crystal clear as it is illuminated. Columns of minuscule bubbles rise up from the seaweed beds around an old rusted chain, leading to somewhere deeper in the harbor. Tiny, nocturnal fishes manage to dart into the illuminated water on occasion, bringing life to the quiet scene as you watch on for a bit. And in the background, the waves maintain their regular rhythm as they lap and gently crash into the lakeside. 
Moving along the shoreline, you finally reach your destination. A stone pier. Past a fence gate showing the boundary of the pools, this secret gem is only freely open in the colder months, while the pools themselves are still closed. You hop onto a little stone wall and walk on it up to the pier. Stepping down, you head towards the end of it. Made up of large rocks pooled together by concrete, the middle part of it is nearly surprisingly stable and easy to walk on. At irregular intervals, there are shallow pools of water, reminiscent of warmer climate tide pools. Though in these areas, and especially in the winter time, the pools are empty, save for the occasional bit of moss. You reach the end of the pier, just underneath the towering signaling light, flashing yellow every so often to signal the safety of the waters. Tonight, it only flashes every now and again, the light barely visible as you stand underneath it. You breathe in and you breathe out, letting the lakeside air filter through your lungs. Looking back down and out across the sprawling lake of black dipping ink, you catch a moment of stillness by pure coincidence. The wind has stilled, calmed a bit, and the waves are now just lapping at the shorelines. The lights across the lake stop glimmering nearly altogether, and their reflections seem to stretch down clearly into the depths of the lake itself, as the whites, oranges, yellows, reds, and the rare greens mirror in the water. As you watch the lake, the wind starts to pick up again and sends another ripple of waves through the waters. Now, the lights start to dance. Like a kaleidoscope, their reflections ripple and jump with each wave, as though a candlelight flickering in a dimly lit room. All around you, you realize that everything is lit up. The outlines tracing roads in and out of cities, the clusters of houses, the individual houses way out of reach but brightly shining into the night, and finally, the cities. Groupings of stars spilling over one another as they form mosaic glows with a light blending in and dotting the landscape. Though still quite a ways away across the lake, you spot a central building, large and illuminated at the very heart of one of the cities. And all along the little roads and pathways, cars still race back and forth like a pulse, making it seem as though the whole of the mountains and the lake sitting underneath them are well and truly alive. You stay there for a while and watch the performance. Getting ready to head back, you turn around and watch the shore you came from. The neat rows of smaller lampposts reflect evenly in the water right by the walkways, making it seem as though the whole piece of land is floating on an ethereal plane, carried by shining golden moonlight. A factory chimney churns way in the distance, with its own red lights dyeing the white smoke rising up, sometimes shifting left and right as the wind picks back up. 
The clock face of a church illuminated by spotlights with a hint of the stained glass shining through. And everywhere around them, hundreds of homes, emanating warmth and lights of every shade of yellow, places that people call home. Warm hearths and warm hearts keeping out the cold of winter. All around, the winter wind spreads the peaceful silence of the night. You start heading back home to your own warmth. As usual, I wanted to start concluding the episode by talking to everyone listening out there. I hope that these weeks or days have been going well for you. And if they haven't or were okay, I hope that they turn to the better. For every bad day that we have, it makes the good ones that much more enjoyable, and there's always something that can be done with even the worst and longest patches. When times are tough, sometimes the best way to get through them is to prove everyone else wrong and show the world just what you're capable of. And of course, you're not alone. Even through just this episode or this podcast, I'm cheering you on. If you right now find yourself at the summit of the mountain, I hope that you have an excellent stay and an excellent view. If you're reaching for the top and are on the last leg of your journey, I wish you the courage and perseverance to continue and get there. If you're somewhere on the mountain and don't know where the top is, the only way to find it is to keep going up. And if you find yourself at the foot of the mountain, looking up at a daunting journey ahead, I want you to know that you can make that first step of many and keep on pushing forward. I believe in the you right now that can take that first step and get future you on top of that mountain. My messages, inboxes, DMs, and all other social media are open. For anyone to reach out to talk, hang out, or just chat, I'm more than happy. The messages I've gotten so far have made my days and weeks and motivate me to keep going at it, so thank you. Thank you for taking the time and tuning in to today's episode of the Staring at Clouds podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, leave some feedback wherever you listen to it and give it a share. This helps me grow the podcast. Thank you to my patrons for the support, and thank you to everyone who sent in a message. It means the world to me. Thank you once again for listening, and have a lovely rest of your day.